And for more, we join on the line now by Mohammed Nala, analyst at NetBank Capitals. Good morning, Mohammed. Morning, Sakina. Morning to the listeners. I want to go to MTN first, but uh, just looking at the oil price there at the end of the report. Now, oil falling to its lowest since early September as the supply glut continues. Yes, very much so. I think, I mean, first and foremost, Sakina, we've had reports from the U.S. Uh, If we have a look at analyst polls there, they're expecting U.S. inventories to move to around 3.1 million barrels. Now, we know that the supply glut in the U.S. continues. Uh, Production remains very robust. Uh, but mostly this is on the back of weaker global demand. Uh, we've we've got an expectation of a slightly more mild U.S. Uh, and, in fact, Northern Hemisphere winter this year. And if that actually does play out, it means that demand for oil will likely remain quite low. Remember that you know, as we move into the uh, into the Northern Hemisphere winter, we normally expect bad weather to, re- uh, to effectively result in an uptick in demand as people use it for heating. If that doesn't occur, uh, we're likely to see this oil price move back towards that 45 odd dollar uh, a barrel mark. It's currently around 47 on on Brent, uh, and this in the backdrop of Iranian supply that's coming on the market. So longer term for South Africa, that's good news. We're a net oil importer, uh, and if this price continues to fall or at least remains at lower levels, uh, it could mean that the consumer has at least one buffer uh, against the backdrop that otherwise uh, doesn't favor the consumer very much at all. And then uh, MTN, uh, that was the big story, uh, over $5 billion in Nigeria. That's what they were fined, or at least according to reports, and that sent the stock down 15%, Mohammed. Yeah, at its worst, it was actually off worse than 15%. It ended up down around 12.5%. Now, let's provide some context for the listeners here. Uh, the fine being imposed by the Nigerians, first and foremost, the reason for this, uh, effectively, they had issued uh, a notice to all cellular uh, or mobile providers within Nigeria that numbers that were not registered needed to be disconnected by August. Now, apparently, every other network provider in Nigeria complied, but MTN didn't, and so they were fined $1,000 for every subscriber that wasn't disconnected because of not being registered. And that amounts to around $5 billion. Uh, that's uh, roughly 75 billion rand and makes up uh, between 20 to 25% of MTN's market capitalization. It's almost three to four times what MTN's actually invested in Nigeria. So it's an absolutely massive fine. Uh, this was the biggest drag on, on local stocks yesterday. Like I said, the stock ended up down 12.5%. Um, MTN saying they're in discussion with Nigerian authorities. Let's see how this actually pans out. Uh, if, in fact, that fine is levied, uh, we could possibly see the stock remain even further under pressure. Uh, MTN now around 167 rand. That's the lowest it's been uh, in quite some time. I don't recall. It's probably been uh, at around these levels last in around 2010, then thereabouts, if memory serves. No, I beg your pardon, 2013. Uh, but that's just showing you how severe Uh, that move has been on the stock yesterday. And uh, given all the turmoil they face this year in um, labor sectors and so on, uh, there's a question here from Unati uh, saying, are MTN not cheating here in South Africa as they did in Nigeria? Data, airtime, cutting off calls. Uh, What's your response to a question like that? (laughs) <laughs> you know, there's so many skeptics with regards to the, the entire industry. In fact, I've got another friend of mine who has a similar query with regards to Vodacom. So, you know, effectively, I think you know, there is some angst around this. Uh, in South Africa, the main angst comes from the fact that we haven't seen the massive decline that we should have seen in terms of 
what data costs, in terms of what fixed line costs. Uh, yes, they have come off, but we're still a long way off in terms of where we could be. And my big criticism of that is that it does hold back the economy to a significant degree. It holds back our ability to develop uh, sectors of the economy that would benefit from significantly lower telecommunications costs. Uh, and that's my main gripe with the industry as a whole, not with any specific provider. And then uh, today, of course, uh, looking at uh, the unemployment numbers that are coming out, um, the outlook there, Mohammed. Yeah, unfortunately, the outlook there does remain very constrained. And the reason for the Sakina is that you know, we, we had a massive disappointment in the second quarter uh, in terms of GDP. Uh, and then third quarter numbers, insofar as mining and manufacturing have gone, have actually disappointed quite considerably. So I would expect, uh, unfortunately, our unemployment situation to remain very protracted. I would expect the official unemployment number to actually tick up. Uh, we do have that quarterly labor force survey due out today. Uh, let's keep an eye out on that. But unfortunately, on that particular I just don't think the economy has the kind of momentum it requires to even just keep employment levels at levels that they have been. I would actually expect to see a deterioration in further job losses. And unfortunately, that is the backdrop of uh, social inequality, uh, inequality that continues to get quite constrained and then global growth that remains and continues to headwind. That makes for, for pretty sober reading. So I'll be keeping an eye out for that. Uh, it's out around midday today.